This is Charlie Key. You are listening to the Be a Light podcast. Matthew 5.14 says, You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. I am so excited to talk to you, Kelsey. Uh, thank you for taking time out of your day to be here. You just mean so much to me, everything. Um, just our friendship and everything that you've um, invested into my life. And I can't wait to interview you again. Yes. <laughs> second time on the podcast and second time around even doing this interview yes. because we started it and it kind of failed to convert. Yeah. But it's okay because but God works harder. God works harder, and this one's going to be even better than the last yes. one. Um, so I can't ask you the question of the podcast again because you were on it around this time last year. Yeah. So, what is something you would tell Kelsey this time last year? Uh, so I still was at peace. I think just in a different way than I was during the week of Miss Georgia. Um, leading up to Miss Georgia, I was really confident in the work that I had put in, but I can't say that I really had peace about what God's plan and purpose was going to be uh, for me within the week of Miss Georgia. So I think I would just say like, trust him holistically, mm-hmm. um, because I feel like I kind of had one foot in one foot out leading yeah. up to the week of, and, and eventually things got so hectic during the week that I had no choice, but to just say like, God, you got it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I would say definitely be all in. If, if you're going to trust him, trust him all the way mm-hmm. um, and, and just do your part. And, and just know that he's going to be in control after that. Absolutely. And trust is something I didn't like completely, I guess, get the full grasp of until yeah. that week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because, I mean, I've always known like trust is, you know, trust, but I've never really right. thought of what that word actually means. You know, trust mm-hmm. him without exceptions, because every every single day you may be faced with new challenges and things. Right. But like you told me that week, um, you have yeah. to trust him when it's hard, <laughs> um, because because he does provide and he does have promises. So it's mm-hmm. resting secure in those promises, secure in, in who he is, because it's not, it's not his character to let you down. Ever. Right. Yeah. He's definitely a God that um, I think it's, is very trustworthy, but mm-hmm. also like puts you in a position. I don't want to say for your faith to be questioned, but mm-hmm. uh, for you to have to prove that you have the faith in him that you claim you do. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, trust is definitely the pinnacle kind of part of that and in, in recognizing that you can't have faith without trust. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so you do a lot of things. Forgot to mention that you're Moose Georgia. Uh, so you are always on the go. You've been to so many things today already. So um, how do you keep your heart centered on Christ through it all? Because that's something that does shine through you. Yeah, I would say like he is my free time. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm going and getting ready for bed, like I'm reading my devotion as I'm using my teeth yeah. and like watching my face and waking up in the morning and my phone not being the first thing that I'm picking mm-hmm. up. Um, I found different ways to really hold myself accountable throughout the process. Um, Cause like you said, I am traveling a lot. So a lot of times I'm on the road on Sundays, mm-hmm. like I don't get to go in person. I'm listening online. Um, and, and so even like through social media, like paying attention to the order of my highlights. And when I see the faith one, not yeah. visible, like I'm, I'm like, <laughs> you're not posting the way you should be. Like you really yeah. have to check yourself. And, and that's mm-hmm. a hard part. I think of faith and, developing that relationship with him accountability. Cause, um, in all honesty, I don't think anyone likes to say I'm wrong, mm-hmm. uh, in any situation, but it's, it's also more difficult. I think to say, like, I don't have the relationship with God that I claim to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so holding myself accountable, I think throughout my range so far has been really big yeah. uh, and really helpful for me too, because I do get lonely sometimes. And, um, you know, I, I'm really hard on myself. I want to be the best Miss Georgia that yeah. I can possibly be, but also the best Kelsey that I can possibly be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so recognizing when I'm not doing that, Mm-hmm. Um, it is really important and, and something yeah. that's really changed the trajectory of my reign too. And I also think that like 
worship can be done in any in anything that we're doing. You know, yes. everything in our day can be an act of worship, whether that's oh, like yeah. going to an appearance and and just shining the light of God in everything that you do, like mm-hmm. loving him and loving his people. Like that is our ultimate purpose. Yeah. And Church of the Highlands talks about there's a difference between your purpose and your assignment. So mm-hmm. like your purpose is love God, love people, you yep. know, show show the light of Christ in everything that you do. And then your assignments are for you, Miss Georgia right now, whatever it is, like maybe going to school or doing a job or whatever it is, but your assignment is not who you are. And so it's Mm -hmm. distinguishing that, but worshiping him in every assignment by loving him and loving his people. Yeah. There's a song and I can't think of off the top of my head who sings Mm -hmm. it. Uh, But one of the lines in the song is let them see you in me. Yes. Uh, You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. um, And that's something that really has played through my mind like over and over every single time when I'm walking like literally into appearances. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I had one appearance re- pretty early in my reign and it was actually at a car wash. Yeah. Uh, they had kind of like a celebrity charity day um, and, and I was blessed enough to go. But I remember a lady pulled up and she was kind of just asking me about myself and my reign. And I think I, I mentioned something about being blessed. And she was like, you know what? I can literally see God's light like radiating mm-hmm. off of you. Um, and I'm sure you can attest to the fact like we get compliments all the time and People call us pretty, they'll call us smart, accomplished, but that has to be like yeah. one of the best compliments in my life that I've received. Um, because that is true. Like our, yeah. our goal and our job is to make sure that people can literally see us and whether it's through our actions or the mm-hmm. words that we speak, know that God is here and, yeah. and know that he's working through us and allowing us to portray everything that he wants us to. Um, so those things really do matter. And, and yeah. sometimes it gets hard because we're imperfect. We're so imperfect and can still be impactful. Yes. Um, and you know, it's, it's a beautiful process though, but it definitely is something that requires a lot of work. Yeah, for sure. And like you said, like imperfect, but still impactful. Yes. Um, I think you said that last time. I sure did. Like it's so, it's so true because yeah. we're never going to be perfect. You know, and right. the beautiful thing about our weaknesses is that that is where God shines through us the most. Yes. Um, so God is obviously very important to you. So yeah. what is your testimony? How do you find Jesus? Yeah. So um, like I told you earlier. Yeah. <laughs> we're kind of saying this again. So it's okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I grew up in church. Like literally the first time that I sang was on my third birthday, actually in church. I got baptized that day too. <laughs> uh, and so I always knew that God was important, something that you're supposed to have in your life. Uh, but it wasn't until I went to college, honestly, that I really started to understand the gravity of having a relationship with him and how much it can change your life, especially in your young adult years. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up in a really difficult situation um, uh, in terms of being in an abusive relationship. And I tried to kind of heal myself and I tried to go through that process alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just realized how helpless I felt. I was losing myself emotionally and, and mentally, but also spiritually. And I think that was the moment where I, I kind of hit rock bottom mm-hmm. and realized that I was not going to be able to become the woman that I knew I was destined to be mm-hmm. if I didn't start to cultivate the relationship with Christ that I had claimed to have my entire life. Um, and I had gotten really good at making it look pretty mm-hmm. um, and, and making it seem to those around me that everything was perfect. And uh, I think when we go through things behind closed doors, the only person that can truly be there with us the whole time is God. Um, and, and so that was kind of the the turning point for me in recognizing the importance of really having that genuine relationship with God. But uh, it really has been a beautiful process. It's been difficult. Um, but I, I definitely think having that kind of chip on my shoulder and knowing what I was going through um, and knowing that God really was the strongest person, or I guess I could call him a person. Yeah, I felt <laughs> like he was <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the strongest one that was that was by my side the whole time. Um, there's a sense of devotion that I, I started to feel in, in recognizing that 
he really was on my team and, and I wanted to be able to live my life accordingly um, in terms of how I started to mm-hmm. treat others as well. And, and even just sharing my testimony to those who could be going through the same thing. Absolutely. And that that is so beautiful. And it's so true because like Paul talks in the Bible about how when I'm weak, then he is strong. Yes. And so when we are literally at our lowest, mm-hmm. we we look for something to kind of fill that void or just right. help us out because we've been trying so hard, striving in our own strength mm-hmm. to to fix whatever the situation it might be. But yeah. then we realize like, hey, that that's not how I'm going to be able to get through this. Right. You know, Switching gears a little bit, but of course, faith is in everything that we do. Right. Um, you went to Miss America and competed there yes. in December. Yes. And you were fourth runner up, which is amazing. Yes. So extremely proud of you. <laughs> um, so what was that whole experience like for you? Yeah, so a lot of people don't know, but I actually got sick the actual morning before I left, like wow. for my flight uh, to New York. We went to New York kind of on a press tour uh, before we went to Connecticut. And it was so crazy because the day before I went, I went to a bunch of sponsored and sponsors and just visited a bunch of our uh, really big supporters of the Miss Georgia organization. And I remember calling my mom uh, on my way home that night and I was just like, I've been waiting for something to go wrong and nothing has gone wrong. And she asked that that annual question of, are you going to trust him or not? Stop looking for things to be wrong. And then I woke up the next morning and got sick. Um, so <laughs> I went to uh, the med stop and they put me on antibiotics, uh, gave me like two steroid shots. Um, and I, I went to Miss America. So mm-hmm. I kind of started off a little defeated. Um, I'm like, this is, I haven't been sick my entire reign. And then the one week where it matters the most, I, I got sick. Um, but knowing, I think just my purpose in being there, um, since I started in this organization, I knew that my purpose had something to do with being able to minister through music. Mm -hmm. And so my biggest thing was, I just want people to hear my song and to know that God is a part of my voice and is a part of my presence when I'm on stage, that they feel him through me singing. Um, going back to that song, I I think there's a line about, um, them hearing him when I sing. Mm Um, and so that, that was a, I think calming presence for me, I guess, during the week of, but also just being surrounded by so many amazing mm-hmm. women. Um, I got really close with Miss DC mm-hmm. and Miss Virginia. Uh, we're all so different personality wise. <laughs> and so I think we all kind of balanced each other out during the week um, and, and still do like bi-weekly check-ins um, to this day. But yeah, I mean, I just was so blessed during the week of, and I think God taught me a lot of valuable lessons throughout that journey too. Yeah, for sure. Um, and just, I, I will say your music, you definitely did minister through your music. Because <laughs> Thank you. I mean, so I was in, I was in a show at the time. When yes. you, so I was like live streaming, like, uh, like backstage. And oh, <laughs> I remember when you posted your picture, like, I think there were some, mm-hmm. some people, um, in your, I guess, would it be your troop? I don't know what it's called. Like, oh, just, it was just like the cast of everyone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing like a picture of you guys like <laughs> watching the phone and I was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It was so sweet. funny. Cause we, my mom and I were, we were like back there watching it. And then like, um, some of my friends were coming over and like, what are y'all, what are y'all watching? <laughs> like, Kelsey's with Georgia and she's about to be amazing. Let's oh watch her. Gosh. <laughs> it was so funny, but. But like just hearing you sing, like just gave me chills every single time. and just like reminded me just like your song. I didn't know my own strength. Mm-hmm. is just something that is so, so beautiful because I mean, like we were talking about before, like mm-hmm. relying on our own strength, but deciding to realize that he is strong through us. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was definitely a ministry, ministry <laughs> music for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. And I needed that that week, um, which is interesting because like I said, my intention was, 
on ministering to those around me, but I started to kind of lose faith a little bit at yeah. certain moments, especially when I'm going through rehearsals. And it was so weird though, because I, I was constantly sneezing that week, like blowing my nose. And I'm sure you know the, um, I guess you could say contrast between when your nose is stuffed up and your ability yes. to sing, but my throat was fine and, mm -hmm. and I could sing normal. I think I was just kind of paranoid yeah. throughout the week. Um, but again, like God, and, mm -hmm. and he just was like, you know what, I might make it a little difficult, mm -hmm. but you're going to be fine. And, and I had so many people coming up and, and just talking about how impacted they were by the song. And yeah. I had to really check myself by the end of the week too. Mm -hmm. And just my intentions being set on where I claimed they were. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think that was what really kind of got me through the end of the week mm -hmm. and feeling at peace with everything I had done. Yeah, for sure. And it's really like everything in life is a mind game. Yes. Because <laughs> like the enemy will throw anything your way. Because once you are oh, yeah. on fire for God and you are doing the things that he's calling you to do, mm -hmm. the enemy is going to attack you in any way anyway he can. <laughs> and, and sometimes God will let you go through that because yeah. he wants to take you through this kind of refining process. Right. Um, and, and he will turn it for good. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's just, it's so beautiful that like, I know it was awful for you to be sick, um, <laughs> but now looking back on it, you still like, I would have never known that you were sick if I if you had not said that you were I'm glad that you feel I, that way. No, I really would have never Thank known you. just because you still sounded so beautiful Thank and you. you looked beautiful and just, you were, you were still shining God in everything Thank that you. you do. And that's so, that's the ultimate goal, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, and so for you to be able to say that, like, yeah, I was sick through all of that. It's like, wow, that's God. Yeah. You know? Every single time. <laughs> Every single time. Every single time. Um, so was there a moment in that week or even just throughout your entire reign that you were like, wow, this is why God has put me in this position? Ooh. Um, I mean, I think on a day-to-day -day basis, I have those moments of just like, wow, I'm really blessed. Um, I'll get DMs from like kids from the high schools and middle schools that I've gone to just like literally thanking me for being there mm -hmm. um, and asking when I'm coming back. So that's always just very special because you realize how big of an impact you really do yeah. have on especially the younger generation um, and, and them just really watching and paying attention to us, but also needing to know that they can relate to us um, if this is something that they want to do one day. Mm -hmm. Um, but actually at Miss America, it was, so we had a break in between the last night of prelims and final night. It was that Friday. Um, and I remember there was a guy on the production staff for whatever reason. Um, I don't know. We had kind of made eye contact like a couple of times, mm -hmm. but I thought it was just a coincidence. And he finally stopped me. I was walking off stage and, and I really was in my head. I, mm -hmm. Like I said, I didn't feel good. I remember that morning I prayed and I was just like, God, give me a sign that I'm I'm where I should be um, because I woke up in just kind of a funk and he stopped me and he was like, I have been contemplating on stopping you and saying this, but I just feel like I have to tell you, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Do not feel like you have to overcompensate. Just get out there and do what God has sent you here to do. Mm -hmm. And everything around me, like I get emotional um, yeah. still to this day when I talk about it, because it was like everything stopped. And I remember I ran to my phone in the dressing room mm -hmm. and I called my dad and I was just like, you will never believe what happened. And uh, it was crazy, but yeah, such a blessing that that happened. So then I come back home and the first appearance that I had to do, keep in mind, this is all the way in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. um, and so I come back home and the first appearance that I had was a Martin Luther King celebration mm -hmm. in Rome. And I go on stage and I had to sing. So I was kind of waiting in the wing and I get a tap on my shoulder and mm -hmm. I turn around and it's that man. 
And I literally started just like bawling. And I, I was just like the coincidences and just, I think I needed that confirmation that him stopping me and saying what he said wasn't just for Miss America. Yeah. Um, and that it wasn't a coincidence. Um, God is so intentional. And, and I think that specific moment was really what kept me going throughout, um, you know, the rest of my reign yeah. up to this point, um, because I, I was very blessed to place top five. But, you know, this is a goal you've worked for for mm -hmm. years and years. For me, it's been 10 years. Yeah. And it's it's still a little disappointing to mm -hmm. not win. And so, um, again, just a moment where I had to check myself, but mm -hmm. then recognize that I still had six months. Yeah. Um, and that intention was still there uh, mm -hmm. from God to me in, in terms of my purpose in the organization. Absolutely. That story is just... <laughs> Mine's it was crazy. Like, yeah. It was really crazy. I did not ever think I would see him again. Yeah. Um, or let alone, you know, him even remember that we had had that conversation. Yeah. Um, so it was a really special moment. That is sure. so special. And it also reminds me of like the obedience in the small things. Yes. Like sometimes you may have like an impression on your heart, like, like talk to this person or just encourage this, this person. And you may yeah. be like, Oh, they're going to think I'm weird if, they, if I stop. Right. Him. Exactly. Like, oh. like you said, he said he was contemplating even stopping you and telling yeah. you that. And just the beauty of him doing that Actually in that moment forward, and then yeah. seeing you again later in Georgia. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> um, and he had just moved here, I think. Yeah. So it was, it was really like, I think God connecting those dots and just giving confirmation yep. that what he said is true and, and everything that aligned was, really was meant yeah. to be. And it is the, it's the obedience and the little things. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> and um, so People tend to use accomplishments for validation, whether yeah. that's a title or just something that you've worked really, really hard for. Like you said, you worked really hard for 10 years for all right. of this. Yeah. And you wanted to be Miss America, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's okay that that didn't happen because obviously mm. it wasn't God's plan. And now we get you back. Yes. But, <laughs> but, but the, the process through that is so much more special. So mm -hmm. what advice would you give someone looking for validation and kind of an accomplishment or a title or job, whatever it is? Yeah. Um, I mean, things just can change. Yeah. That's, that's been the biggest thing for me. I, I recognize very early on that anything God gives me, he can take away mm -hmm. just as quickly. Um, and, and to understand that we have to find that validation through him, uh, and through his kingdom and through everything that he has placed within us. Mm -hmm. Um, my mom always used to tell me that the most important thing I can do if I win is to make sure that I fit the title to my life, not mm -hmm. fit my life to the title. And, um, you know, I think that gave me a sense of confidence and just knowing that like I'm who I'm supposed to be in this organization, but that ties in with who I am in the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think it's hard, like especially in the world we live in today, where um, I think a lot of status is equated with your accomplishments um, and how important you're seen to be in the eyes of others. Uh, but you have to know who you are. Mm -hmm. and, and I think if you know who you are and you know what you want to accomplish, uh, and that intention is set in a positive place, mm -hmm. then it's it's a little easier not to place your validation, um, you know, in those accomplishments. Yeah. And we were talking earlier about that too, just understanding like there's so much more ahead of us. Mm -hmm. uh, this organization is beautiful. It's a blessing and it gives us so many opportunities, but we have over 40 years of life, exactly. hopefully, <laughs> left after this. And um, I mean, it's been a, a great 10 year journey, but that's only 10 years of my life. Mm -hmm. That's not even majority of my life. I'm 23. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, it, it's something I had to learn early on though. And I think yeah. if I hadn't, then I wouldn't have been as successful as I have in this organization either. Exactly. And I think sometimes we put things, whether that's a, a pageant title or a job or, mm -hmm. um, just any kind of opportunity, a grade in school, whatever it is, right. we put things on a pe pedestal that they yeah. don't deserve to be on. And it right. kind of becomes an idol in our hearts, you yeah. know? And it's like, 
we're clamoring and holding on so tight to this one thing that we yeah. want so badly because we worked hard for it. We want it so bad. Right. But at the same time, like if we have to let go and just surrender. Yeah. Because <laughs> if it's God's plan, it is going to happen. If it's yeah. not, then it then it's not gonna happen. And life you know? will go on. Life will, will go fine. on. You will be okay. Yes. He makes no mistakes. Um, and that was something I prayed about a lot leading up to Miss America, uh, that I would be able to find that peace because mm-hmm. I, I worried about that. Uh, something I'm praying about now when I'm about to give up my title. Like yeah. this is, it's been an amazing year of my life, but it is just one year of my life. Yeah. And uh, I want obviously for myself to recognize um, how much more I am as a woman outside mm-hmm. of this organization, but also for those around me mm-hmm. to recognize that I'm, I'm still Kelsey. Yeah. Um, being Miss Georgia was something I got to experience, not who I am. Um, so that's, that's been interesting mm-hmm. too this year. Cause I, I get called Miss Georgia, I think more than my actual name. Oh, um, <laughs> So we have to realign that a little yeah. bit, but yeah, it, it's been a blessing, but definitely something I've had to to really focus my intentions on making sure that I don't get consumed in. Yeah, absolutely. And it's easy to lose your identity in things, oh, yeah. whether that's a job or a title or even a relationship. Like mm-hmm. you have to separate who you are from the things that you're doing right. and the things that you're a part of, because that's like we said, like, your assignment is not who you are. Your assignment is not your purpose. Yes. <laughs> um, And so it's easy to, to look at something and be like, Someone asks you, well, who are you? And you start naming off all the things that you do, yeah. but that's not who you are. Yes. You know? um, and our identity is found in Christ. Our validation is right. found in Christ. And he already said that we're enough when he sent Jesus for us. And that's it. That, that's it. That simple. <laughs> it's, Seriously. So it literally is living out every day, enjoying every moment that God has given you because mm-hmm. it is a beautiful life. It's beautiful even just to exist. Right. Um, and so, yes, it's good to have motivations and want to work hard for things because God gives you opportunities. So give your Mm -hmm. best at it. That's an act of worship, but it's also in a sense, it's not striving for your own self, striving in your own strength, but it's, it's for him. Right. Yeah. And I recognize this year how much God rewards gratitude. Mm -hmm. Uh, So even just being thankful, like I started to focus more on the fact that I'm blessed with this opportunity versus being blessed with the position. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that kind of opened, I think, my eyes to being able to appreciate the little things uh, that, you know, most people don't really get to experience mm-hmm. on a daily basis, um, but also not placing my value in those things um, and being able to go to sleep at night and just know that I've been impactful in a way that has given more than I've taken. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's helped a lot. <laughs> for sure. For sure. And there's a song by Maverick City um, Music, if you've ever listened to them. Yeah. Um, it's called Refiner. Yes, and I love I, that one. I oh, love gosh. That My dad sings it every single morning, so I can't, can't miss it. <laughs> can't miss it um, But one of the lines is like, um, what, how does the chorus go? You're the refiner, um, like, take my, you take whatever you desire. Yes. Lord, here's, Lord, here's my life. That's what I'm trying to find. Um, so like, he, like you said before, he's mm-hmm. going to take, he can take things away. Right. And so it's when we surrender our lives to him that he will start taking things away. But, exactly. and that may hurt and change is difficult always, mm-hmm. but it's like a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. Like yeah, it's, must it's, it's, it's necessary. <laughs> it change is necessary. And sometimes right. we have to be separated from certain things to get us where we need to be. Yeah. Um. So going back to kind of music. Um, yeah. So if you ever get like nervous, like when you're about to about to sing or whatever it is that you're yeah. doing, how do you kind of overcome that? Literally, I pray. Um, yeah. I, I had to do that actually a couple of times at Miss Georgia. Um, I, I'm pretty confident in just my vocal abilities mm-hmm. um, and my performance. I kind of just go up there and do what I feel <laughs> feels right in that moment. Yeah. Um, but I know that anytime I'm nervous, it's because I'm too worried about what the people in the crowd are going to think of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I'm too worried about, 
you know, me even judging myself, uh, what the judges are going to think. And so every time I, I never will forget, I, I'll look up and the way that the River Center is uh, backstage, you know, there's the huge high yes. ceiling. Um, and so I remember looking up and and just praying that God just allow them to hear me mm-hmm. through you. No, I'm sorry. Hear you through me. <laughs> um, allow them to hear you through me and, and allow someone to be touched mm-hmm. um, through the words that I speak. Um, I know that, you know, I haven't been given this gift on accident. Mm-hmm. I know that I've been given this gift to minister. And regardless of what the result is, I just want for everything that you've placed within me to be very transparent in the lives of those around me. So, um, yeah, I, I think it just goes back to that intention and, and recognizing mm-hmm. why you're singing, uh, yeah. especially, you know, when you've been singing for so long, I started singing, like I said, when I was three. So mm-hmm. there's been, I think, an evolution of my voice, but also just an evolution of, um, my intention when I'm singing and, and just recognizing how special of a gift the gift of music is. It's yeah. literally a universal language. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so to be able to be in a position within this organization where we can capitalize on that, yeah, uh, it, it's a blessing that not everyone gets to experience. Mm-hmm. So um, I just try and utilize it the mm-hmm. best way that I possibly can. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And when we take the focus off of self in those moments, yes. like, what are they going to think about me? Like, mm-hmm. how am I going to sound? It's like, no, God gave me, God gave me these abilities. So I'm mm-hmm. going to do the best that I can in this moment, but not for myself, but right. so that maybe other people can feel something and see God through mm-hmm. the music. Um, because like music is so, so it yes. shows you another side <laughs> of God because it's just, it doesn't really make sense. Exactly. But it's but so it beautiful works. and it oh works and it means so much. Yeah. And it's just, it really is just a blessing to be yeah. able to sing and to yeah. be able to um, be a part of music. And mm-hmm. so just, I guess taking the focus off of self and like I do the same thing. Like I look up in the river center. I'm t- I'm t- I like, swear I can draw, but it looks like <laughs> yeah, at this point. <laughs> it doesn't like it doesn't even matter where I am, but mm-hmm. just if I'm like backstage somewhere about to sing, like I always look up at the ceiling. Yeah, like, like he's up there somewhere. Yeah, he's. <laughs> but yeah, I think that also is kind of that validation again of of you know why are you nervous? Are you worried yeah. about what they think because you don't think that you'll you know, your purpose will transpire if they don't like it. Um, so also just kind of releasing that need to be validated through my yeah. gift um, has been really important. But an- another thing I think a lot of people forget, mm-hmm. um, of course, the devil used to be an angel mm-hmm. and he actually was over yeah. music in heaven. So um, I-, I think not just the music that we sing, but the music we listen to, um, it-, it all matters and it, it-, it really does affect your spirit. So I've had to kind of refocus myself in that sense too. Um, and being sure that the things that I'm pouring into my soul are just as impactful as the things that I'm um, relinquishing. It's crazy to think about that because, you know, yeah. that he does like try and mingle his way into anything oh, yeah, that he, he can. Um, but, but God is better. God is right. um, and so But um, yeah, like you said, like input is output with, yeah. with music and, and, and everything that you do. You okay? Like we've talked a lot about peace and kind yes. of that calmness. Uh, you have a you have a peace and a calmness about you. It seems Thank always, you. at least from my perspective. And I know I know yeah. inside your head is probably not always right. Happening, <laughs> no, but, it's not. But just your your demeanor is very peaceful, and Thank you're you. just a calm person. So like, where where does peace come from when you are peaceful? And mm-hmm. if you find yourself getting anxious or whatever it is, how do you how do you let that go? Yeah, I feel like it's getting kind of redundant for me to keep saying this, but I really do pray. I mean, I caught myself this year, and this was also something that I really wasn't accustomed to uh, before I started to develop that relationship. But I talked to God and I I loved, we prayed before we started today. (laughs) And and I love that you were just like, hey, God, like, I I think we 
have this negative connotation behind feeling like anytime we talk to God, it has to be formal. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he just wants to know you. And, mm-hmm. and I think the best way to do that is to just be real, be mm-hmm. raw with him. Uh, so, you know, I have moments, I actually have really bad anxiety. Um, and when I feel that starting to happen, of course, you know, you do the normal, like take deep breaths and yeah. take a second to yourself. But I, I pray and, and I also not just asking God, like, what can you do to fix this? But also like, mm-hmm. show me what it is that is causing this to happen yeah. right now. Um, and, and give me peace in that sense as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes we do need explanations. And, and I think a lot of times he really is very available and open to showing those things to us mm-hmm. when we ask about them. But it's been a journey for sure. Um, I was a really high strung when I was a kid. I talked mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> um, and I know my parents did not appreciate that then. But um, yeah, I think there's a peace in just knowing at the end of the day, like we can try and control every single thing. And that's only going to make it worse. Exactly. Um, relinquishing that, that need for control and just allowing God to really take over in those moments mm-hmm. uh, where we do start to feel stressed out or just kind of anxious about the situation. Yeah. And really trusting him in yes. those moments for sure. Um, and I mean, something I think about, I remember one time I was, it was this past Christmas, I was stressed about exams yeah. and just a, like a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. And I, my church was having this um, concert night sort of where they had oh, all the okay, choirs then, yeah. you know come and do their thing and these little kids came and did like the nativity scene oh, I and it. I was watching and I was like they look so peaceful right now like, <laughs> what? no what? cares in the I, world no I would be a kid but I was like <laughs> um but I was like so I was just thinking I was like but at the same time, even the story of Jesus's birth seems so peaceful. And I mean, right. they say silent night, but that night was not silent. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was probably very stressful, especially for right. Mary, a young girl, um, just told she's about to give birth to the to the son of God. And right. <laughs> you know, she wasn't married. And so then there's all this scrutiny yeah. from other people outside. She's and like, so, I didn't even do anything. Yeah, I don't know how I'm here. Like. <laughs> but one thing she's one of my favorite verses is um, I'm your servant may be done to me according to your word, which mm-hmm. is what she says to, to Gabriel, to the right. angel. Um, and so I was sitting there and I was thinking about all of that. And I was like, God, like peace is not the absence of stressful situations, mm-hmm. but it's it's the reliance on the Prince of Peace through yes. that, that allows you to have that peaceful spirit and allow yeah. you to have that kind of calmness. And it's that trust in him too. Right. Um, because when we can trust in the Prince of Peace, that's when we start feeling that peace, even when stressful right. things are happening around us. And it's choosing yeah. to kind of focus your attention on that rather right. than trying to control everything because things mm-hmm. are going to go wrong. I mean, right. it's inevitable, <laughs> yeah. um, but it's, it's choosing to focus on the peace and the trust in God. And God, yeah. And it, it's important too, because I've noticed that when we find peace on our own, it's very temporary. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may feel good for like a couple of days yeah. or even a couple months. Yeah. Uh, but when it, it really does hit rock bottom, like that peace is not going to be sustainable mm-hmm. um, if it's not through Christ. And, and even just the intention behind seeking out that peace from him yeah. uh, is so important. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it definitely all comes from him. I yeah, will sure. never take credit for that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, me neither. Not for anything, because at the end of the day, it's like, it is all him because yeah. when everything else is stripped away, you're still left with, with that, with that love for him and with right. that. Um, and just, just like, like you said, when you hit rock bottom, like it's the only thing left is God for you. And that's what yeah. you really, you really, really realize that, that he is everything. Yeah. And I, I mean, I even think about people just 
society in and of itself, jumping out of different things, um, mm. different worldly things to kind of fill, fill yourself up, whether mm. that be relationships or alcohol, whatever it is, just oh, like yeah. jump, jumping around to all these different things, trying to fill this void in our hearts. Yeah. And it's, it's just because there's an empty spot in there that only God can fill. Yeah. <laughs> and it feels like good temporarily, mm-hmm. but ultimately at the end of the day, it's going to leave you more empty than it did before in the beginning. Um, and even with relationships, like people jumping in and out of relationships, trying to search for Mm -hmm. something, it's, I, I really believe that that's because relationships are meant to, to resemble our, our relationship with God. Oh yeah. Um, that I, I really believe that that's what it's meant to symbolize and, and kind of show us a glimpse of, but when we're just jumping around to, to be in something just for just for the sake of it, just to mm. make yourself feel filled. Ego. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it's really it leaves you more empty than before because God is yeah. the only one that can fill that void. Right. Because you really just need that relationship with God. And then yes, that tra- that transpires to other people as well. Yes, but exactly. um but at the end of the day it is just God that will be able to fill you. Yeah. And I, I love that you brought up the relationships too because that's been a really interesting part of this year for me. Uh, and just being able to figure out like what people I really do need in my life and, mm-hmm. and what relationships I really do need to develop and how to do that effectively to where God is still the center of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I used to look at God in terms of relationships and only thinking, okay, like if I'm dating this guy, like God has to be at the center of it. And I didn't mm-hmm. consider that in my friendships. I didn't consider yeah. that in the relationships that I have with my parents, mm-hmm. like the relationship that I have with my brother. Um, and, and I've noticed myself just in this past year, really like becoming a better sister, mm-hmm. becoming a better friend, a better partner in certain situations or even, you know, a better child. So mm-hmm. um, it, it's, it's definitely important. And I think when you surround yourself with people who not are perfect in the, in the body of Christ, but are working towards the same relationship with God that mm-hmm. you are, uh, you start to notice a difference just in the decisions that you make. And uh, I'd say even kind of like the ambience, ambiance mm-hmm. that fills the room when you're together and around yeah. your people. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it really is interesting. That was yeah. something this year that I like wasn't necessarily planning for. Mm-hmm. Um, but but really has been helpful for me. Yeah, and it, it is so special when you can re- surround yourself with people who do, who are going to yeah. speak godly advice into you, right, no matter exactly. what it is. Um, yeah, that is something that's so beautiful. So, last question: um, What is the number one takeaway? I guess we'll get from this year. Oh goodness, there's so many. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, I would say probably that there is no limit on the impact that you can make. Yeah, uh, I used to think that coming into this organization, I could only impact women. Mm-hmm. Um, I could only impact women that are my age. Mm-hmm. Um, and going to different appearances this year, like I've found men touched by my story, mm-hmm. um, younger boys touched mm-hmm. by the things that I've said. And and I think that goes back to not placing that value in this organization because we are predominantly full of women yeah. in this organization. <laughs> and so it's very easy for that to kind of become the niche. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had to take my intentions and really focus on obviously making an impact throughout the state of Georgia and hopefully at some point throughout the whole country, but um, also just being able to be impactful through Christ. Um, that was something that I knew I could do, but mm-hmm. I, I didn't necessarily know how mm-hmm. I was going to do that. And I felt like it was going to be so intricate and impossible um, at one point during my reign that I, I kind of lost sight of the importance behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd say probably during like my Miss America prep um, time period. So 
um, understanding that like literally God has placed us here to impact each other. And there are no limits to that. Um, You don't have to be a title holder in order to change the lives of those around you. Uh, You don't even have to be within this organization Mm -hmm. in order to do that. Um, I think it gives us an amazing platform and it puts us in a very easy position to do so if you Mm -hmm. utilize it correctly. But um, I, I know for a fact now that I don't have to be Miss Georgia um, to share my story in a yeah. way that will really change the lives of those around me. I was writing my farewell for the program book um, <laughs> the other day. And and I said, you know, my intention has been to live as Christ would on this earth. And, and that's through my words, through my actions. And I just hope that the state has felt that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and every conversation that I've had, every appearance I've gone to, um, I've been able to go to like churches literally and give the message. And that's something I never envisioned for myself, something I never thought I would be capable of, mm-hmm. um, something I never thought I would be worthy of. Yeah. And um, understanding like I, I'm so much more than just the things that I've accomplished because of the woman that I've become in this process. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy um, to think about. And I think that's the part about my brain that like I'm a little selfish with yeah. <laughs> um, when I start to think about, you know, someone else being this in this position, because I, I really just hope and pray that they utilize, oh my gosh, You're good. <laughs> I really just hope and pray that they utilize this opportunity um, for what it's meant for through Christ, yeah. not, not what the world sees it as, mm-hmm. um, because it, it really is such a blessing if you allow it to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just hope, hope that whoever comes along next, you get to experience that in a way that is unapologetically like through Christ and, and just a true, I would, I would say representation of, of everything that he embodies and everything yeah. that he can do for us too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. And sorry. No, you're good. You're good. And I just want to say that like that, that hope that you have, that, that your, your reign has been, been all for him, that people yeah. see that people do see that. I mean, I see that. I mean, I know you, but I mean, other people also just see mm-hmm. that just shining off of you and everything that you do. You treat everyone with kindness, with the love of God. It's just so, it's so genuine and yeah. in purposeful. Everything that you do seems to have, yeah. to have intention um, and intentions, not for yourself, but right but for other people. And so I just, I just want you to know that, that like everything that you've been putting into it is paying off because, because it is true. Everyone can see that. Um, And like you said, it's not what other, you know, other people may see this organization as, but it is, it is an opportunity to just shine his light on a bigger platform. And you have done that so beautifully. Thank you. Yeah. We're just so imperfect. And yeah, I think sometimes I'm sure you can attest to this too. Like, you question like, am I doing enough? Am yeah. I actually mm-hmm. fulfilling what his plans for me are yeah. um, through, you know, my diligence and just those around me. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so I pray about that every single night, just mm-hmm. that everything that I've really tried to mm-hmm. exemplify through him has, has shown through. So yeah. And, it, <laughs> and like, like you said about feeling like, have I done enough? Am I doing mm-hmm. enough? We're never going to feel like we're doing enough That's because, true. <laughs> because <Very true. laughs> we are imperfect. Um, yeah. But it's when we kind of rely on, on the God that makes us enough right. on the God that says we're enough yeah. because we have him because we're made whole with him. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's when we can kind of have that peace about it. Yeah. Um, but we're never going to feel like we're doing enough. That is true. Um, <laughs> because we, like you said, we are not perfect. Right. But, um, but with him, we are enough. Mm-hmm. And, and so everything that you've been doing has been, has been with him and centered on him. And yeah. so, and that has shown through and it's, Thank it's you. made your year very, very impactful. Yeah. And whoever takes your place has big shoes to fill. Oh, so. thank you. Well, I have to say that you have been a, a huge part in that journey, especially, 
um, our reign together uh, <laughs> and in Capital City, but even just like watching you throughout this year, um, I, I told you this a million times, but I never thought that someone that much younger than me could be as impactful as you have um, in my life. And I know that so many people, not just in the organization, but like in our community and in this world um, that have come across your podcast and have gotten to meet you and been just blessed enough to have you in their lives um, would agree that you are doing a phenomenal job. And I, I don't say that just because of the title that you have, but who you are and who you're developing into. So, Thank you so um, I know your mom and your daddy are very proud, but uh, <laughs> we all are really proud of you too. Thank you. And I'm really proud of you. Thank um, you. So <laughs> yeah, I guess that's where we'll wrap it up. Thank yes. you so much for taking time again to just to be here. And um, I'm so happy you're with me today. Yes. <laughs> and, um, just, Thank you for everything. Just thank you for who you are because who you are is so special and a blessing. So. Same to you. Same to you. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Be a Light podcast.